and welcome to the Amanda Reed Podcast. I am your host and teaching cheerleader, Amanda. I am a former teacher, Indiana-based, and now live in Savannah, Georgia, helping teachers start an online business who wish to gain time and financial freedom. Tune in every week as I chat about all things teacher-related, creating healthy habits while still teaching, what to do if you are burnt out, and what and how to turn to when you are ready to walk away from the profession. My goal is to guide you to living your best life. Now, let's get into it. Happy New Year, teachers. So glad you are here. If you are still on break, I hope you are doing everything in your power to rest, relax, and recharge. If you are no longer on break, I hope you are rested and settling back into a routine. I know firsthand how hard it is going back to teach after the stretch of a holiday break. So I am thinking about you, all you wonderful people who are still out in the field. Maybe you are no longer in the field, still thinking about you as well. Um, all right. So today, the episode today, I know it's a new year. It's a brand new start to the calendar year of 2023. And we are all thinking about um, different ways to create the life we want, um, goals, our dreams, trying to establish an action plan um, to get to where you want to be. And Today, I thought I would start with this whole concept of burnout um, at the start of a new year because I know you have come off from a break or still finishing a break and you've had time to really deep dive, reflect on how you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're wanting. And I know this is no surprise to you, but teachers are leaving the field at an alarming rate. The majority of people I talk to and hear about have left due to burnout. So the burnout topic is a real issue. And I believe we just need to hit it head on here so that you go into this new year and you really, really identify what it is exactly that you want Maybe not as specific at this moment, which is totally okay, but you know by now, I'm sure, you are done with teaching, you need to leave, or you're still sticking it out because you are not quite at that breaking point yet, and that is okay also. So, toward the end of my teaching journey, I contemplated leaving mid-year, and looking back now, I really honestly wish I would have done that. Um, but I didn't and that's okay. I was so burnt out and almost could not make it another day. So I would go to bed with so much stress, so much heavy stuff on my mind and heart, and it would literally hurt me the next morning just to think about getting up, getting out of bed and getting into my classroom for another day of this. I would sit at the end of a day just sitting, staring into space in my classroom. I had things that needed to be done, but I would avoid them. 
I would struggle to eat some days. I would even feel sick to my stomach. I am sure if I would have stayed any longer than what I did, I would have needed medical attention at the rate I was going, the path I was going. Um, There were points before I left that I couldn't even walk into the school building most mornings without sitting in my car and just meditating or talking myself into getting out of the car to go into the building. Teaching should not, absolutely should not be this way. It just should not be this way. Now, I know there are situations out there where maybe this is not possible at this very moment, but if you are feeling this burnout, are needing medical attention, or are sick to your stomach that your life is suffering, you have to get out ASAP. Your life is way too precious to stay and suffer like this. Um, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason and things will fall into place for you. If this means you go over to Target and stock shelves for the time being, you do it. Or you know that you can take the time and just, you know, be at home and start your own business, do it. Or you know that you can take the time to seek out the jobs and put your time and effort into applications, resumes, seeking out different job positions that you would like to pivot to, by all means, do that. Um, As someone who has only ever known teaching and someone who could only imagine herself as a teacher and nothing else, it can be daunting or very scary to picture yourself in another role or field or just you know, outside of the classroom, doing something else. Um, I am here to say that transition, that transition or decision-making process was not exactly easy, but I knew I was made for more to life than living with burnout, feeling sick all the time, and teetering on the edge of needing medical attention, literally. I am here to say that there is so much more on the other side of teaching. It all goes back to your mindset. Open mind. Think positive. Think big. Dream big. You are so worthy of what you want for your life. This episode is, it may kind of open your eyes. Maybe it hits you in your face. Um, maybe it's the message that you just needed to hear at the start of a brand new year, uh, to know that I was truly burnt out. I put all emotions aside and I attempted to transition to a small part-time private school. Um, even that sense of relief had my heart just not there. I was not excited. I was not looking forward to teaching at all, even With less demands, less behaviors, less things that you had to do as a teacher. Just wasn't there. I wasn't looking forward to it. Not one bit. Um, Each time I would try and force myself to be happy. I would try to force myself to prepare for this new adventure. And there was always something that came up or something in my gut that said, Don't do it. You will still not be happy. 
and I tried to keep going, you know, I tried to ignore it and it just, it wasn't ignorable. It was then that I knew that I was made for more. There was something else. I had to pivot to thinking bigger outside of anything I had ever thought about before. Um, During this process, I reflected a ton. I journaled my thoughts and my feelings. I was suddenly hit one day with a feeling or this idea, this concept of starting my own business, serving other teachers. And this feeling really never left me. I knew I had to pursue it because it was there for a reason and it just was not leaving my gut. Um, Which leads us right here to this podcast, why I'm here speaking. I love speaking life into other educators. I love helping people to see the gifts that they have right inside themselves. So that's how I got here. Um, that is why I have developed and designed this podcast for all teachers, no matter if you're in the classroom, out of the classroom, you haven't even thought about leaving yet. Um, you don't even know what you're going to pivot to anybody. This is for you. Um, so as promised, I mentioned above that I would provide you with burnout tips and how to overcome this horrible burnout feeling. Uh, I made a brochure that covers 25 tips to helping teachers deal with and overcome burnout. So here we go. When reading through this list, I will say a number that corresponds to each concept so you don't get lost or confused. And sometimes I'll have some more things to say about a particular burnout tip than another. Um, But I will always go back to a number so that um, you can stay with me, okay? Because 25 is not exactly a small number to keep track of. So here we go. All right, 25 tips to beat teacher burnout. Here we go. Number one, establish a daily routine. And a daily routine, I'm talking about waking at the same time each day, going to sleep at the same time each night, and planning the parts of your day the day before. Number two, incorporate you time in each day. Understand what you like to do or what makes you feel relief. What gives you that sense of stress relief? Add that, whatever that thing is or that activity is, add it to your day and don't miss it. Number three, prioritize your day with a top three. So the night before, write down and make a list of what three things must get done for the next day ahead. Number four, take regular breaks. Take two minutes each day at lunch or at prep or another built-in break and just breathe with your eyes closed. Just step back and take a break. Number five, learn to say no. This one's so hard. This is really hard. Okay, remember those top three priority tasks that I mentioned before? Learn to say no if it's something that you truly don't think you can handle, or if you don't, you simply don't have time. 
or it's not necessary for you to say yes. Number six, eliminate distractions. Okay, guys, phones (laughs) are an issue. Eliminate your distractions. Set up your workspace to be distraction-free. If you have to put that phone down, put it in a drawer, put it in a closet, put it in your coat pocket, and work without it in sight, do what you gotta do. Number seven, motivational inspiration. So before you sit down to complete work for the day, play a motivational video, a podcast, a song, something that will get your heart and your mind in the right spot. Number eight, leave work at work. So it's very hard to do in the teaching world, as we all know, but whenever it is possible, leave your work at your classroom, at your work. Number nine, accept done, not perfection. That one's super hard for me. Number 10, set a timer. Remember those top three priority tasks that I've mentioned twice now? Set a timer, (coughs) excuse me, and don't look up from that task until the timer is up. Number 11, keep a gratitude journal. I like to do this as part of my morning routine. Um, You could also do it as part of your bedtime routine, Um, but it's amazing how much better you feel when you have truly taken a chance and looked around and seen all the beauty and positive in your life. Number 12, keep a journal by your bed. Don't, don't, don't sit in bed with these thoughts that are just haunting you and your mind. Write them down before you go to rest, before you sleep. Number 13, lean on your peers. Find a peer or a coworker to help split team grade level tasks or item tasks. Don't do it all alone. Number 14, avoid the Sunday blues. Remember those th- top three tasks that I've mentioned? Yes, yes. You can avoid doing everything that you've put off on Sunday night by sticking to those list items and sticking to your routine. Don't wait until Sunday night comes to stress about all the things that you haven't done. Number 15, in your weekend on a high note. Family outing, adventure walk, special place with your kids, something for you, anything. 16, number 16, your health matters. And what I'm talking about here is paying attention to what you put into your body. What is causing you to feel sick, tired, lethargic? Number 17, Find a way to move your body daily. If you have to get to school or wherever it is that you are working 10 minutes early just to walk the building two laps or you stay after and you get outside and walk, do that. You have to move your body, get some fresh air, take some time for you to move. Number 18, which I think this is probably the most crucial concept right here. Make sleep an absolute non-negotiable. 
that consistent bedtime routine is going to help yourself so much. (coughs) Put the screen or device down at least an hour before bed. Number 19, nutrition is key to fueling your body. This goes for drinks too. Number 20, plan all meals. I'm telling you what, when I was still teaching, I would plan and prep all of my meals on the weekend so that my week was set up, one, nutritionally for success, and two, my sanity. Number 21, take a day or two, your mental health matters, a week, whatever you have to do, do it. Number 22, Focus on what you can control. What's in your control? Number 23, change the scenery. If the weather allows and you have a prep, take your work outside if you can. Listen to the sounds. Let the new scenery be a breath of fresh air or a motivator for you. 24, reward yourself. Take the time to reward yourself at the end of a grading period or at a particularly stressful or demanding week. And number 25, laugh often. Find someone you work with who will laugh with you on a consistent basis. This isn't a gossip session, but ways to find people or things to laugh about. Laughter is good for the soul. So I'm going to pause for just a minute. Let all of those, 25, that's a lot. Let that sink in. All right. Um, I created a brochure that lists all of these tips with a little context with each tip. If you would like this document, please find me on Facebook as Amanda Reed or on Instagram, my handle, Amanda underscore read with two E's. I wish you nothing but the best for this new year. I hope you find yourself again and I hope you take a step each day to create the life you were meant to have. Have a blessed day.